Hey there, and welcome to the Second Lunch Podcast. Uh, we are back at Third Wheel Podcast Studio for an episode. We made it one episode before we came crawling back. Yeah, trial run. To Hot Jake. Uh, it's nice. It's snowing today. This is so nice <laughs> driving here in the snow. Got my Packers jersey on. Just felt right. Yeah. <laughs> felt good. Ready to go play a playoff game in Jerry yeah, World? fucking New Year's, man. We haven't lost in the New Year. Speaking of New Year... You have a uh, tradition. Right? Yeah, yeah. It's at least three years running now, I think. Uh, every New Year's Day, Ashley and I watch the entire extended edition of Lord of the Rings. And it is quite the, whole the gauntlet. series. The whole 12 hours. The oh, whole, my God. Or whatever start? it comes out to. Or ele- maybe it's like 11 hours. We start in the morning. And admittedly, it's not like you have to sit, like, attention wrapped the whole time. <laughs> You can pick your phone up. You there's, can make some food. There's a test afterwards. I, I took about a 30-minute nap at one point, you know, because <laughs> it's like, let's get to Helm's Deep already. Uh, when do you start drinking? Uh, I did Because it's New Year's Day, I'm usually, and was again this year, had drank too much the day before to possibly think of that. It just turns into an overeating holiday for me. <laughs> uh, but, no, it's a, great, it's a great tradition. It's Ashley's favorite movie, and it's also... Then I have a set time to do it because it's not like she can just on a whim be like, hey, can we like do this tomorrow? It's I didn't have 12 hours set aside. Mm-hmm. So it's nice to have that tradition. What's what's the do you have any film watching traditions or anything that you watch just with extreme regularity? Um, Like I like I think probably 80 percent of Americans on Thanksgiving and Christmas Eve and Christmas I watch. Um <sighs> Why the fucking oh Christmas Vacation? I couldn't think oh of yeah for a second. Fair. But yeah, I always watch Christmas Vacation, and then um, for a long time when Katie and I first started dating, I was trying to find ways to trick her into watching Cable Guy more often, <laughs> uh, and somehow that got associated with Halloween. So now every every it is Halloween, a bit dark. <laughs> every Halloween we watch Cable Guy. And The Mask, if I can get her to go for another Jim Carrey movie. If you can go so, back to back. Yeah. In fairness, those two together is still shorter than only one of the <laughs> right. Lord of the Rings. That's <laughs> so many rings. That is a lot of lords. That's a lot of hairy feet. Where yeah. do the hobbits come in? Oh, they're... they there the whole time? They're in it very early. Yeah. You're getting introduced right out of the... There's like the prologue where they're introducing So doesn't the, the hobbit come before the Lord of the Rings? Yeah, by about... I think it's about... 50 to 60 years in the in their world yeah so that was that was uh frodo's uncles or great uncles story you guys read the books or you just ashley's read the books i haven't it's it's too much and i am not as much of a fantasy fan overall i mean can, can definitely enjoy it when covid was going hot when it was real strong mm-hmm. Ashley and I had like a two person book club. So, and she chose some very good sci fi reading for me. And then she'd have to deal with like my postmodern bullshit. But that was like good exposure. She chose some very cool stuff for me. I'm, I'm better on the sci fi books, though, than Lord of the Rings or The Hobbit. There's like 12 page descriptions about the forest and shit. And I just do not have. <laughs> yeah. I lack the attention span. There were very. Trees. Yeah. I'm not saying it's badly written. I'm, I'm the idiot, but <laughs> it's not happening. Yeah. Can we condense this? Let's yeah. <laughs> tell me the story. What happened? There's also a length factor there. I think the last book I read was slaughterhouse five, which is like 120 pages. Yeah, or something. Right. Like it's, I mean, that can be read in like two sittings. If you're bored, it's not a yeah, tough one. You're, you're telling me, 
Tolkien had a page quota. It's yeah, he was getting paid by the inch, so to speak. Yeah, he's got the column. So yeah, but I mean, love the tradition though, and it does tell me the new year is here. Yeah, it's kind of a nice way to relax on New Year's Day. But yeah, my thing's pretty much just watching the Winter Classic. It was cool to be able to go this year. Uh, HJ was there. Yeah, that's we right. We didn't get to bump into each other, but uh, yeah, that's pretty much my thing. You guys Watch. had a sweet win too, right? Yeah. Kraken are fucking hot right now yeah. for some reason. It's very cool. Because awesome. it is because they're awesome. Yeah. <laughs> good, good point. Uh, should we move on to Tinderella? Yeah, let's do it. All right. There we go. Okay. If you were ruler of the world, who would be your top advisor? Dwight from The Office. <laughs> It's not even close. So we can go fictional. See, I was <laughs> I was stuck in the real world too much. Oh, okay. Bill Belichick. It's pretty, <laughs> it's pretty much. Yeah, I mean, somebody strategic, possibly a little evil. Yeah, and football coaches are like those psychos that you can trust to only sleep four hours a night. And like, always be on. If I had to start a military outside of the one that already exists, give me Belichick, give me Greg Popovich. <laughs> I'm surprised. Bring back John Wooden. So you're you're choosing really good coaches. I'm surprised you're not choosing any of like the psychos. Like who was the D coordinator in New Orleans when they did Bounty Gate? Uh, Greg oh, Greg yeah. Williams was that like <laughs> just killers. Okay, like, give me Dan Campbell. Got somebody's Bill... <laughs> somebody's got to bite some kneecaps. Bill Romanowski's in a coaching <laughs> Bill position. Romanowski. Oh my god, he's just a steroids coach. It's, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> did you ever uh, unrelated? Did you ever play that game Blitz the League? Like yeah. The, yeah, he was a character in the game that absolutely you could choose to do steroids with. <laughs> Fantastic. What has happened to video games? We've really fallen off a cliff here. <laughs> Did you ever play MLB Slugfest? Where you oh, yeah. Just, whatever base you got to, you could just beat the fucking shit out of whoever's there. Yeah, that's the best. Sometimes you knock the ball out. Sometimes they hit you back. You know yeah. how much I fucked up Derek Lee? It's... <laughs> <laughs> it's like, like Jeff Jenkins or whoever was on the this fucking This is where weird sports feuds go to die, where you're like, yeah, man, I was just laying out Scott Podsednik. <laughs> Why? Where does that vitriol come it's from? just a widow guy. <laughs> uh, J-Bell? Why? Uh, I think I'm choosing, I'm choosing Bugs Bunny as my <laughs> top advisor. Whoa, okay. Because Bugs, I, no matter yeah, no matter what position he's in, I mean, he's slippery. He's definitely Nixon. Not Wiley Coyote, huh? He's Nixonian in nature. Well, Wiley Coyote, he's got chutzpah, but what he lacks <laughs> is he can't get the job done, man. He's constantly running into painted walls that look like tunnels. No, Bugs, as the tunnel painter, I trust him a bit more. Now... Speaking of starting an army now, do I want Wiley e. Coyote and the Roadrunner? You know, those are great. Those are great infantry men. Maybe not the thinkers you want in your group. <laughs> Definitely frontline guys. Roadrunner's a good call. <laughs> he's a captain. Yeah, he's like the Pete Wheeler of you know. If you're playing backyard baseball, that's your leadoff hitter right there, dude. Pablo. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Pablo's batting cleanup every time. <laughs> Now I'm thinking uh, with modern baseball where they put like Aaron Judge in the leadoff spot. I'm, I'm going to rethink Pablo. this. Yeah, you're putting Pablo, Pablo up there. Up top. <laughs> Gets on base. Uh, how would your parents describe your personality? I always remember this this one moment. I don't even remember what I was telling my dad. But a couple seconds after I stopped talking, it was just quiet. And he said, 
you have a weird life. <laughs> that, was, that was all he really had to say to me. Uh, obnoxious. Um, eccentric. I don't think I'm eccentric. I think they describe me that way. Um, uh, obsessive. Enthusiastic. I think those are the words they would... I think that's how they would describe me. That's <laughs> how would you describe me? I think that the, I mean those how do you are describe stronger me terms people? than I would. <laughs> I think that obnoxious is a stronger term. <laughs> you know, maybe boisterous. You know that could be a, that could be a good one. A more a little, positive term than obnoxious. Yeah, a, little, too. <laughs> a little sexist though. That's yeah true. Geisterous. <laughs> yeah. Person, uh, yeah, that's true. Thank that's you. true. Congress person, I got to get in the right mindset. Um, <laughs> God, how would my parents describe me? I don't know. Probably, uh, I feel like your your two parents would have different answers. <laughs> Possibly, I think that their first thing would be like, like calm in some way, but calm not necessarily in a positive way. <laughs> like more in just an, an angry. Like a, a stepdad. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Apparently when I was a kid, they put me in front of the TV and just put golf on and I would just watch golf and like oh, not say peep for hours. Really? Yeah. They called me Yoda because I would just, <laughs> I just ne- apparently just never really cried, just took in the world around me. Oh, they knew you like, were wise. This sucks. Early on. <laughs> this sucks. And that's what all this is. Yeah. That'd be my first guess. Yeah, calm or angry. Christ. Golf instead of SpongeBob. I would be furious if That's I knew. <laughs> Don't worry. I mean, I still got cartoons in, but I think by the age of six or seven, I had switched from Ed, Ed, and Eddie and my other <laughs> Cartoon Network fodder, Show. Rocco's Modern Life, to straight up just watching Sports Center in the morning. Just mm-hmm. Stuart Scott and Dan Patrick and <laughs> Rich happened, Eisen being my breakfast. Scott that happened Mandel. to me around 12. Yeah. yeah, but I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, that's an important, that's a transformational moment. I was very tuned into sports. Yeah. I remember yeah, when we, uh, so funny. first time we stole cable, we're like, oh man, <laughs> I'm getting all of this early morning sports coverage. <laughs> I think that's where I got my hatred for the Yankees because you combine like Northeast Sports Network with late 90s Yankees dominance mm. and oh man it's getting shoved down your throat yeah. hard you're getting a lot of Derek Jeter a lot of number two what is something you're very stubborn about that nobody can change your mind on I want to hear your answer first reggae <laughs> reggae yeah I I think of myself when you started that I thought you were going to say Reagan I was sure <laughs> I mean yeah that, that too <laughs> I think reggae has been a topic where people have maybe tried, like, and don't get me wrong, with any genre, there's always some songs. There's always, you know, I'll always enjoy, like, Step and Razor and a few classics, but there's just something I just could never get into the genre. And then I listen to KEXP a lot, and on Saturdays, they play they play reggae from 9 to noon. It's a three-hour programming block. It's like, I will donate money to your next drive to stop doing this. <laughs> you play such good music most of the time. And yeah, it's, or I know it's unfair. Reggae in the I, past. At the, at, I know that I'm being a complete asswipe too, because I like so much bad fucking punk music <laughs> and shit that's both 
more repetitive, lazier, and owes a lot to reggae and to dub music, but still, I just cannot. Like, I hear one more Bob Marley song. Being trapped in an Uber going back to your car when you're hungover and you're hearing Three Little Birds. I feel like the dude where I'm like, could you just fucking... I just hate Bob Marley, man. <laughs> I'm just hungover and desperate. Yeah, that'd be... That's the one thing... And also, I would say in general with music, really with any art, it's a bit hard to really convince anybody of anything. Like, you said Reagan, like, well, at least politics, you might be able to appeal to some, like, mm. factual... You can't tell me something about, like, Bob Marley's life that's gonna, like, make a song of his sound less irritating to me, especially... Again, it, it has to do with repetition at this point. It's like mm -hmm. the so conversation we've had about Hotel California. I Hotel California is a great song. I've heard it too much to ever want to hear it again. To heaven thing. Yeah, exactly. It's a song that you've heard a thousand times if you ever drove around in the car with your folks just because it comes on the radio. Like if not you've ever even been to you California chose. or a hotel. Yeah, <laughs> you've heard this song too many. times. You've ever had access to any classic rock station, <laughs> so. Yeah, if be... I had to have a, a music opinion, mine would be that Bob Dylan sucks. Uh, great poet, great poet, horrible musician. <laughs> uh, also, Dylan going electric was the coolest thing he did. <laughs> also, hate, hate the man. Hope he dies in a fire. Wait, but... we're talking Bob? No. Okay, <laughs> it's like damn. No, uh, love the man, love the guy. <laughs> Just think he should let somebody else do the singing. <laughs> Uh, Aaron Rodgers is the best quarterback of all time. Not the greatest, not the greatest, because that's Tom Brady. That's different. That's winning. Yeah. yeah. Nobody has been more talented than Aaron Rodgers. I fucking hate his guts, but uh, yeah. I'm yeah. bullish on that. I factually, there's as statistically, it doesn't outside of the playoffs. Dude can't. At this point, yeah. I think he was choking on purpose against the 49ers. <laughs> it's because he's from California. He's got that got that west coast bias yeah yeah so that's, those are, that's also fair. kurt cobain was murdered but those are <laughs> those are my three uh, welcome to our public access show. <laughs> uh what would be the tagline to the sitcom of your life <laughs> i uh i have a couple things that i say a lot so i don't know if it would be like a tagline mm. but it would be like a catchphrase uh do your thing like, whenever somebody's telling me something they want to do and I don't agree with it, I'm just like, do your thing, man. <laughs> do your thing. Go crazy. So probably do your thing. I think yeah. that would that would probably be it. Yeah. Yours is Blamo, right? Blamo would be certainly <laughs> the, the catchphrase, kind of like a Hey Bob from Bob Newhart Show or something. But no, my tagline or, like, the true motto and spirit of the show would be, you got to be fucking kidding. Because <laughs> I used to joke at work yeah. that there's like five levels of frustration you can have in front of your computer. And you can tell how upset someone in the cubicle next to you is based on the sort of muttering to themselves that they're doing. <laughs> and, and something like Christ. Like a little a Christ under the breath. That's pretty high up there. But I, my favorite one that I ever heard that I still think just conveys the most frustration and heartache is 
you got to be fucking kidding. <laughs> there's a level of dejection. Yeah. Like, <laughs> there's almost a level of, like, not only did I lose the work I was just working on, I might walk out the door. <laughs> yeah. This might be it. And there's hope that somebody's <laughs> fucking kidding. You hear that next door, man. Stay out of that person's way. <laughs> Doesn't matter if the person's like five foot tall, ninety pounds, soaking wet. Oh, they're this, on a they're on a death mission. <laughs> this reminds me. I say weird shit when I'm frustrated. I always have different kind of things I say. But one that I said in front of my dad for the first time a couple weeks ago that absolutely shocked him. Kendall did something. Something broke. And it was a little frustrating. So I just went, balls in my fucking ass. Like, that was just what came out. Yeah. And he was like, balls in your fucking ass. Okay. <laughs> Could not believe Come it. Come on. You haven't seen that video where the guy drops him in and then, you know, <laughs> makes the little, it's got the suction cup sound. It's like the dimple toy. You Who's know, getting that like, rough with their balls? Somebody's got to relax. <laughs> that's, let's not kink shame here. But I will, <laughs> okay. but I will admit I'd be leaving. It seems like it hurt. <laughs> I'd be leaving with a severe limp. Yeah. Put no, a toe in there. Or something. It's like we haven't even <laughs> <laughs> lost a toe ring in me. Jesus. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm glad this question <laughs> is a four bread toaster the height of opulence. <laughs> Forgot I wrote that down. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to answer this one. Yes, it is. I think I don't see a five slice or a six <laughs> slice out there. So if you got the max slice options, four slice toaster is like the gold wing doors of the kitchen. <laughs> if I see that shit, I assume you're living large. <laughs> no one's got one of these that isn't doing pretty okay. Here, I like, thought your wages were getting garnished. He's got it's a four piece like, toaster. This, this guy might live in the fucking home alone house for all <laughs> I know, man. He might be sitting pretty in like a seven bedroom in a Chicago suburb. Yeah. Is he uh, taking unemployment? Sure. But he can have four pieces of toast at once. <laughs> yeah. So. He's got seven kids. Shut up. All right. <laughs> it's still cutting down on time big time. You want some slightly burnt bread? He's your guy. So what if you have uh, two four-piece toasters? <laughs> now you're just getting insane. Now you're... <laughs> That's, That's... You, I can't even fathom that. It's <laughs> impossible. Uh now I'm just thinking of silly kitchen gadgets. We Somebody bought us a few years ago, and I think we threw it away in a move. It was a hot dog toaster. So it was a toaster that... Specifically for hot dogs? Yeah. So and you threw happened. that out. <laughs> I did feel bad about, like, there's a perfectly good hot dog toaster in the Great Pacific Garbage Patch that's got your fucking name on it, and you threw it away. But... It, so what it has, it has two circular toast holes to just drop a dog into. <laughs> no way! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> why didn't they, why is it not four? Uh, because the other part of the toaster is dedicated to warming up two buns. So. <sighs> okay. Well, yeah. I take it back. I completely understand. The thing what is, was though, I thinking? The thing is, right, <laughs> like, I blame you for not immediately jumping to these conclusions. <laughs> They also have the, the problem also, I would say, is that in our house, we've got like the Costco hot dogs. You, 
those things take time. You can't throw those in a toaster. <laughs> That's not going to do shit. To it's that also thing. actual beef. It's just a different time to cook it. Yeah. <laughs> you need an air fryer at yeah. worst. It's not those pork toenails. Yeah, you're right. That is a different. <laughs> pork toenails. Yeah. I like to think of pigs clipping their toenails. <laughs> like, oh, we can use that. Don't throw that out. Don't use the pig. Just keep taking the toenails. Uh, all right. I think that's it for our, for our uh, Tinderella this week. Oh, I think I know what's coming next. This was a weird thought mm. that I had. Does it look like a weird thought that I had? Oh, yeah. I yeah. <laughs> uh, I think I am not quite, I am not quiet enough to be a murderer. I was thinking about it. I keep watching like murder documentaries and stuff. Mm-hmm. And always the thing that gets me, I'm like, how were they that stealthy? <laughs> How did like how did nobody even notice? Because like anybody, if I open the door, Katie's kind of like, yeah. you know, she kind of <laughs> like, moves around a little bit. If I started like brandishing a knife or like, I, I like how the act of brandishing is now making, <laughs> like it's not. <laughs> I feel like that in has theory to make that some verb noise. doesn't. <laughs> Right, because you're gonna maybe you like you're I don't just know, maybe you maybe you already switched the maybe you already got the blade out before you came in. I don't know. I just feel like I don't understand how they're that quiet because you also don't know where the creaky shit is, like creaky steps. Oh yeah, and me plus creaking. I mean, at my <laughs> weight, <laughs> right? Creak supreme. Yeah, I'm not gonna be able to get away. I with do that. that thing where as soon as I make a noise and everybody's sleeping, I just freeze. <laughs> So I would get caught instantly. As your body just sinks into the creek spot. <laughs> yeah. <It's laughs> uh, yeah, I completely agree with you. Not only am I far too loud to ever murder anybody, but also, like, I'm not going to leave body hair behind. There's oh, no chance. I'm way I'm with getting that. DNA, you know, and my dad, there's no way that they don't have his fucking blood in a genealogical <laughs> database somewhere. Oh, uh, yeah, I think I've said this on this show before, actually, but, like, I really hope none of my friends or any place I've been, I hope there's never, like, a murder or a crime or something, because I've left hair there, and I'll be, yeah. on, I'll be on the list. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. Yeah, can they tell that a hair was left like six years prior because <laughs> if not i'm gonna have some trouble in my future <laughs> we found this man's pubes at so many crime scenes yeah, my pubes dude you gotta trim up more. <laughs> i know i know married life results in some laziness uh <laughs> big facts <laughs> big huge facts we on headlines now we are on headlines ladies and gentlemen uh i'd like to welcome you to the education portion of the show um, headlines, everybody. <laughs> Cole, <clears throat> a Domino's employee successfully delivers a pizza at the summit of Mount Fuji. What fucking prick got to the top? Was like, I can order a fucking pizza. Let's see if they get it here. That's <laughs> if not, they're gonna owe me a free pizza. They said so. Instead of a guy dropping a pin up there, it's like, no, I am actually up here. <laughs> It's <laughs> somebody was there to receive it. He made twenty seven dollars and eighteen cents. I don't, it doesn't say if he tipped. It does not say if he tipped. I would be furious if I didn't get a several hundred dollar tip. Yeah, at that point you've got to complete the meme circle. By... I summoned Fuji for you, you fucking prick. Yeah, how long does that take? I 
I would I would literally die attempting to do that. Yeah, where's the Domino's at too? <laughs> like, how long point. is the drive just to get to the base of Fuji to then get? <laughs> I also liked the it, the order had to come in, right? And somebody had to be like, "You got to be fucking kidding me." This is in our delivery zone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, and then Sony is like, yeah, I could go for a hike, I guess. I'll yeah. take it. <laughs> it is kind of an interesting way to like not work for six hours of a domino <laughs> shift. <laughs> yeah, but they get mostly tips. Again, better that's be not, several hundred bucks. Well, that's Yeah, you've lost all your tip, your tip opportunity. There. I never would have guessed it. Where the fuck is Fuji again? Mount Fuji? Japan. I didn't know they had dominoes there. <laughs> Hold on. I'm going to look this up really quick. <laughs> What's the closest dominoes to Mount Fuji? <laughs> closest dominoes. Oh, this is like that SpongeBob episode <laughs> where they decide to start serving pizza and they go on the longest trek of all time. <laughs> they get there and they forgot the drinks. And the guy's fucking furious. Uh, so the story that you found definitely is popping up. <laughs> uh, I think I do have their website here, but this uh, th the immediate searching I'm doing says this had to have taken hours for the guy to pull off. There's just no doubt. Still, again, I'm shocked there's a Domino's in Japan. That's <laughs> we couldn't send him a better pizza place. Where's the Pizza Hut at? That's true. But there's that's a Pizza Hut at. <laughs> There's a Pizza Hut at uh, the base of the fucking pyramids in Egypt. <laughs> we couldn't get one in Japan. Well, how do you think, you know, Americans are hated for a reason. <laughs> and maybe maybe exporting our most virulent food options is not a good idea. <laughs> mm. uh, no, that's a terrible You're telling me the other option was Arby's? That's <laughs> All right. <laughs> this, this one made me think of you. Mm. Italian man walks 450 kilometers to cool off after having an argument with his wife. <laughs> 450 kilometers. I've definitely walked like four and a half kilometers to cool off. I don't know if I've walked 450 kilometers in my life. That's... <laughs> I'll read this to you. An Italian man stepped outside to cool off after quarreling with his wife and ended up walking 280 miles. Police stopped the Italian's epic walk at 2 a.m. in Fano on the Adriatic coast a week after he left Como in the north. The man, 48, got, this was during the pandemic, got a $400 ticket uh, for breaching the curfew during the pandemic lockdown. How fucking mad was this guy that he walked for a week? Yeah, after maddest. a day, he was still like... I have to keep going. If I turn around, <laughs> some shit's going to go down. At that point, I I'm assume... I'm getting divorced. I assume he was doing some divorce-worthy shit. <clears throat> he's like, I'm just going to catch a cab over there and tell her I was walking the whole time. <laughs> he's like smoking meth in a villa. It's like those people who cheated in that race and were taking cars. Yeah, but instead he cheated on his wife and then took a car to, <laughs> to the approximate place he would have walked to if he was the angriest was Italian so man ever. <laughs> what is this, Novelli's dad? <laughs> I was going to say the angriest Italian man ever. I can't even imagine the anger. <laughs> that man that would have the highest blood pressure of all yeah, time. have a heart attack at age 14. <laughs> heart attack every third day. Jesus Christ. <clears throat> okay. Doctor suspended for punching patient in the face during surgery. 
that's suspension worthy <laughs> for sure. I would say. Uh, so was this a surgery where you're not put under? This guy's just awake and talking enough fucking shit to get punched by the doctor? <clears throat> Chinese authorities have initiated an investigation after a video of a doctor punching a patient in the face during a surgery went viral. The hospital administration immediately terminated the doctor and compensated the patient's family when the video went viral. How much money? $700. <laughs> oh, that's the type of number I want. That's not enough. That's What is that? <laughs> it's like three garbage uh, Here's the picture. The patient appears to be under. Okay. So. What the fuck could they possibly have done? Did the doctor consider walking 450 kilometers first? <laughs> and take five. Go back. <laughs> Summit Fuji. Pretty bad callback. <laughs> I said Japan, not China. <laughs> I didn't even make that connection. Oh. Well, they aren't the same. I thought China it's, was in Japan. It's getting close. Uh,. I don't even really know what to say other than that is insane. Well, okay. I mean, so this person, okay, let's think about the reasons you would punch an unconscious person in the face that you're conducting surgery on. <laughs> so this person either A, had a real mouth on them while they were still awake, B, the most problematic unconscious person you have yeah. ever had in your life yeah okay so are you mad the person's moving around or you're like fuck this surgery like <laughs> fuck this person's brain this and nose like, is not broken enough for me to do surgery we yeah. are gonna have to i hate this blood clot you just punch the guy <laughs> right in the face yeah that's uh that is seven hundred dollars how much did the surgery cost <laughs> like well. to even exist in an er for an hour costs you like a thousand bucks yeah here true now i gotta think this about just got depressing <laughs> well yeah now i'm thinking american about... healthcare wah, wah. bit of a question bit of a quandary there okay chinese healthcare. you on one hand don't have to pay nearly as much on the other hand might get punched in the face when you're asleep <laughs> a lot of people staring at american medical bills going just punch me in the face once it's also know? crazy that the video went viral that means one somebody's filming a surgery you two. think this is not the first guy this guy's punched? Two. Oh, that's And they're like, funnier. we got to catch this person, <clears throat> you know. Two, it goes viral. So the person not only took video, it was like, people have to see this. This is crazy. Yeah. Yeah, that has to be leaked. Speaking of surgeries. Oh, boy. Woman donates kidney to boss, then gets fired for taking too long to recover. That's another depressing one. <laughs> That's the know. most ungrateful <laughs> shit of all time. I'll read it. Debbie Stevens, a 47-year-old woman from Long Island, claims she was fired from her job at Atlantic Automotive Group after donating a kidney to her boss. Uh, Stevens filed a complaint with it. Anyway, boss basically was just started being mean to her, made her work as far away from her home as possible, trying to get her to quit, and then wound up just firing her. What the fuck? <laughs> this person gave you a kidney and you're like, this. Uh, why are you so sick right now? Okay, this person's obviously playing some sort of RPG. They're playing like Skyrim or something <laughs> where you're just conducting yourself in the most evil way where you're just like, got the kidney and you run out. This is Cruella DeVille. The bridge crosses the moat as you run with the kidney. <laughs> 
in in your gauntlets or whatever. <laughs> Again, I don't have anything funny to say about that because that just bums me out. It's mostly shocking. I yeah. All right. Anyway, you've been educated, everybody. Yeah. Headlines. This is, uh, if your boss needs dialysis, let him keep having it. <laughs> Also, let that be a lesson. Don't be loyal to a job. <clears throat> if somebody asked me for an organ at my job, I would be so mad, I would punch them in the face. <laughs> and then I would go to the top of Fuji once they got a job at a pizza place. Order see, a pizza. First, put them under for surgery. Then punch them <laughs> in the face. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to skip cat shots here because I, I really do want to talk about wikipedia and i think we talked about my daily cat shots for felix who has become a very expensive man uh so wikipedia today i want to talk about the blue fugits the, okay the blue fugits what is a fugit that's their last name okay uh and these were blue people their skin was blue they Ooh. lived in rural Kentucky. Were they eating a lot of silver? Funny you should say that. There are two ways you can get blue skin. Eating a lot of colloidal silver or incest. Oh, no. Which means if Both you're... Both great. I was going to say, <laughs> big fan of blue skin. How do I want to get it? I mean... Eat well, a little bit of poison or... A little bit of both, maybe. You know, go back a few generations and have my dad fuck his niece niece that's a little far away i want to get blue have great today clearly i'm going the silver route is what you're telling me you're gonna be you're gonna be shotgunning silver in no time oh god yeah colloidal silver i don't know even how that got started do you are you familiar with the history of that at all like why that became how it even got invented uh, here, let's find out. I love learning things in real time for the show. Did you see, I, I watched this show, uh, Mother God. Have you heard about that woman in, uh, Colorado who declared that she was God? Oh, you can declare that like bankruptcy? <laughs> I, I am declare a deity. Bankruptcy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Okay, I at least am on the page for... Sorry, I, I now want to hear about this woman declaring herself God. So, uh, she just declared that she was God, and a bunch of people started, like, following her, and it turned into, like, a weird cult thing. And then she became, like, a crazy alcoholic, and her body starts shutting down, but she refuses to go to hospitals. And for whatever reason, she gets in her head that she has to start taking colloidal silver. And she takes so much of it, she turns fucking blue. <laughs> And, and nobody's like, I don't remember God being blue. It's <laughs> God's a smurf? Are you kidding me? All right. The Hare Krishnas may have something to say. <laughs> yeah. I, I thought that one was an elephant. It's <laughs> I'm confused. It's, I don't know. We're, this is not a good theology class. <laughs> so, okay. So, silver does have a sort of history. And you said it right the first time, Chris. I mispronounced a colloidal silver. Uh so it does have a history as some there are there are medical uses to silver mostly in like the topical sort of skin treatment realm uh and then a few other things uh is this where the robots come in they're just trying to get us you know all this iron and silver 
trying to turn us into metal, dude. Well, colloidal silver. So <clears throat> you're putting silver into like suspended in liquid. Is Goldschlager a sort? Is that colloidal? <laughs> is that colloidal gold? <laughs> Am I wrong here in understanding this? Since 1990, there's been a resurgence of the promotion as a dietary supplement with claims of it being an essential mineral supplement or that it can treat numerous diseases like cancer, diabetes, arthritis, HIV, herpes. One of those things is not like the other. Tuberculosis. <laughs> uh, <laughs> a lot of like really life-changing That's things. That's how magic herpes did it. Herpes, too. <laughs> Just makes your skin blue so you can't see it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> no, then wouldn't it turn green? <laughs> <laughs> Fucked this all up. Now I look like fucking night. Red crawler. and blue makes green, right? That's <laughs> yellow that right. and yellow. Damn it! What is red and? <laughs> You're gonna get a purple. Damn yeah. it! So go yeah. back. Let's edit it. Just <laughs> turn purple, right? Rewind it. Blammo! <laughs> Got it. Where's the rim shot sound? But <laughs> him. Yeah, so it's been it's been banned since 1999 to uh, as by the FDA as far as like a supplemental whatever treatment. How the blue fugates became blue definitely dicier to tell people than you ate a bunch of colloidal silver. <laughs> we did some sister fucking. <laughs> God, fugates, huh? There must mm. have been enough of them that they they really uh, in yeah. order to get the. <laughs> tumbleweed of a family tree that they needed to create blue people well to get a whole wikipedia page where they're like those fugits man yeah these weird people living in kentucky yeah and on top oh, of that blue in kentucky that's kind of nice though. <laughs> there's a lot of incest throughout history to be the only ones that got the whole blue reputation i guess we it could be worse episode so getting pulled from youtube <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's dive in. Let's incest. Am incest I right? Through or am I history right? is our segment. <laughs> through the years. Uh, Ancestor, oh. more like incestor. <laughs> God damn it. So I mean, I'll take I'll take that one overall. Uh, uh, got a mic story. Uh I don't know if this one's gonna be that humorous necessarily, but it'll work. Um, we've already talked about the time the SWAT team showed up and all that good stuff. Uh, before I was born, Mike and a friend of his from Alaska that uh, decided to grow a whole bunch of pot in a warehouse in California. And their idea was like, oh, we'll get a fake ID. We'll also get a standalone warehouse. Get a warehouse. Yeah. Well, you know, rent one or whatever. How big? They had, uh, they were growing. Uh, it was a, a, a six-figure operation. Could for we sure. put a plane in it? <laughs> Probably, yeah. That is big. <laughs> That's what they were looking for, Lee. So, so this was their plan. Because of when the plants were maturing and blah blah blah, you know, there's there's some space concerns. They basically needed to move quicker than they they had wanted to. They did not get the fake ID, and they were not able to get a standalone warehouse. They rented something more akin to, like, a storage unit, which is very, like, a very large one. Like, a storage unit, but the warehouse is connected to ones on either side. Yeah. Okay. Um, 
and they were i don't know like four weeks from harvest or something and driving by one day and cops are just everywhere and it turns out somebody had broken into the warehouse at the very end and knocked down walls in between all of them you know to see what was in each so they were responding to like a basic burglary whatever and it ended up being oh there's like few hundred thousand dollars worth of weed plants in here oh god and since it was in my dad's buddy's name they immediately just sent him to mexico (laughs) and he lived there for a year (laughs) then then they found out there was no active warrant for him Really? Yeah. So the cops was, found the weed and were like, well, we'll just take it, I guess. I My guess is I'm just inept, tonight. inept police work on that one would be like in terms of, I mean, what did we talk about last episode? My dad getting away with a DUI because someone misspelled his name. <laughs> Not impossible that the man has a similar like angel looking over his shoulder for all of these <laughs> bullshit, right. insane circumstances, but. He's the fourth trailer park boy, <laughs> Ash driveway, dude. He's your guy. Ash driveway. He's your guy. Uh, but yeah, ultimately nothing, nothing bad came of it. That's shocking because that is the dumbest shit I've ever heard. To put that in your name and then, like, it's a public place. Oh yeah, it had to fucking reek. Oh, I'm sure that it did. No, don't worry, man. We got Coley. We got a thing with the charcoal. No, it's filter. just a bunch of skunks. We keep <laughs> skunks in there. What's the insulation here? Uh, primarily skunks. <laughs> Classic. Yeah. It's cheaper. It's just cheaper. <laughs> it is just cheaper. They like it. <laughs> they like it. We like it. Uh, but yeah, that's a very silly, very stupid Mike story for you. Uh, Can you tell me the one about the money? Oh, the that one's even dumber and less humorous. <laughs> But it is sort of representative of a time without the internet. It sounds like the dumbest thing I've ever heard, which is why I have to hear it. Yeah, he only told me the story once, probably because it's so stupid. But <laughs> in the... I, <laughs> money, especially hundreds, you know, there's there's a piece of... There's metal filament in money. There's very small amount of metal. And at some point... And this story is not going to really resonate with people growing up with like body scanners in the airports because having a fat stack of cash on you in a body scanner is also going to be seen mm-hmm. keep in mind this is the era of just metal detectors so they could just maybe catch you with a gun maybe if you were trying to get on with or a metal bomb simpler times of flying yeah or your colloidal self <laughs> yeah exactly try to turn blue and uh <laughs> They were trying to take a bunch of money through the air, airplane, and then whether it was... Why did the money have to go on an airplane? Not sure. Good reasons. <laughs> really positive stuff. Uh, saving a cancer hospital for children. Going no, to Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> no, surely for some sort of drug deal. And uh, they, the rumor had spread that with that particular bill, having a big stack of money like that, there would be enough metal in the bill in the stack of bills to trigger the fucking metal detector and having that much cash would be suspicious yeah so they spent your randy moss they yeah exactly doesn't pay with it for anything with checks so yeah they spent hours with tweezers pulling out 
like the filament inside. <laughs> what does it? This is some methed out shit, man. This is some <laughs> stimulant ass bullshit right here. I was gonna say, doesn't that ruin it? Would they? Would it still get accepted? So they're like, you know, it's like the there's kind of a seam on the money. You know, you can kind of get between the two edges of you know, or the two sides of the bill. So it surely fucked them all up, but there is something to this, or like. I'm not saying that there's something to triggering the metal detector, but there is actually a piece of fucking metal in the bills, and that's what they were pulling out. And I know this because when I worked at Ken's Market, another shout out, uh, there was, we had a lot of trust fund folks in the neighborhood, like a lot of old moneyed folks, Mm -hmm. which is cool, but sometimes you had some people living in the neighborhood where it's like, how are you keeping it together to continue living in this higher end you know i gotta commute into here (laughs) and you are fucked up every day Mm -hmm. and uh there's this one person i can't even remember their name but i thought they were either on heroin or on opiates you know just similar stuff to what i've seen in my own life a lot of nodding off at the register a lot of rambling on kind of shit but they were like four or five times in a row where the guy had come in or his significant other had come in and paid they always paid with hundreds cash and there was a burn mark in the same part of each bill and i i eventually they either caught me scrutinizing it or maybe because i was 18 i just asked it's like what's going on with this and his significant other was like oh he hid 10 grand and hundreds in the microwave and forgot and made popcorn and it burned that same part where the metal is in the bill right because that's going to spark up immediately oh 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 my god yeah so he put the popcorn in and didn't see the money yeah well again started again i'm i'm pretty sure this was a person (laughs) suffering from some opiate dependency i think that's not a real story I was there. Whoa, the reason for the money being burned. Oh, I thought you were like, I got burned money. I'm telling you that for sure. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It could be false, but it was so weird. Like, what He's other. going to question it exactly. That's why you tell that story. <laughs> God, I didn't. Wouldn't the easier way be to just, like, go to a mall or someplace that has an actual metal detector? I would take it all into a jewelry store or someplace where there's a metal, a metal detector. Just walk the cash through and see if it goes off. If it doesn't go off there, you're probably good at the airport. Oh, these guys are already so paranoid and up their own ass. They're probably like, oh, no, the airport ones, man. They're way fucking... God. I know the way these guys I think. Imagine I told you the reason I had to kick my dad out of Christmas. <laughs> Dude, the conspiracies are strong. Sounds no, like no. Aaron Rodgers. I mean, Aaron would probably get along great. <laughs> I don't know if Aaron's shooting high enough with his theories. Dude getting hit hard with theories oh my god we can't even talk about this on the <laughs> when you're getting hawaiian wildfire conspiracy theories you know you're getting in deep, hey oprah's man. house didn't burn down yeah what was it blue <laughs> yeah we were talking about that none of the blue stuff burned what's all that about you mean the water <laughs> boom roasted gotcha dummy you burnt Oh, uh, all right. Well, Where are we, we had on time. We're like fifty minutes, fifty-five with the introductory part. <clears throat> okay, I do. We that means we do have time for one more Wikipedia, and this is a classic. Uh, classic, 
classic has been talked about on a few YouTube channels, but uh, the Emu War. This is a war, a rare war waged between man and creature, man and beast. Oh. Yeah. I was assuming that this was man uh, forcing Emu to do his bidding. Oh, you thought it was like like they're part of a chariot and the emus are running. <laughs> it's an emu it's war. It's Greg Popovich sending out all the emus. <laughs> the emus were the transportation method. <laughs> well, weren't we? Wasn't that a Gucci or Gre- or not a? It was a a question we had asked on the show about like the lamest method of transportation to be murdered by a troop. Like the ski troops are like really. <laughs> I got murdered by a guy on skis. Getting murdered by a guy on an emu. Where does that? Yeah, unicycle. (laughs) Unicycle would be rough. Segway. Segway. Even that over, I'd take that over unicycle for sure. Well, unicycle, at least the person's like physically able, you know. I would even take on foot over unicycle. (laughs) That's rough. That's... I don't know. I'd be kind of impressed as I lay dying. As my <laughs> yeah, unicycle guy taking you out. As my death rattle escapes, and he was my juggling. <laughs> yeah, I guess I deserved it. Really. Uh, yeah. So emu war, also known as the Great Emu War. Which, oh, yeah. depending on the level Get of it right, reverence you Get give it right, to it. <laughs> uh, was a nuisance wildlife management military operation. Uh, undertaken in 1932, and the whole thing was to destroy emus, who were said to be destroying crops, uh, and said to be, allegedly, <laughs> never convicted, Chris. It was okay. not confirmed. Yeah, we don't know uh, for This sure. is all propaganda. They were just trying to wipe them out. And why? Because uh, <laughs> their eggs are weird? <laughs> I mean, they are, and they are. Uh, so this this war lasted one month, one week, one day. Uh, they successfully killed 986 emus, uh, which had basically no impact on the emu population. <laughs> That's the best part. That is oh, the yeah. best part. Had no discernible. Hey, Colt, let's take a moment of silence for the 986. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't laugh because it is terrible, but also, I mean... It's funny to just be overwhelmed because one month, one week, one day, that's not very long. You uh, gave up in one, one, one. It's <laughs> big conspiracy. Something's fucky. It's Something st- is fucky. <laughs> we're in Aaron Rodgers' territory. That's a lot of ones. 111. <laughs> it's like pretty close to 986, if you ask me. It's like we keep naming how many Super Bowls Aaron won. That's three numbers also. <laughs> yeah. That adds up to, uh, you know, 23. Michael Jordan. Greatest of all time. Same with the email. If you take if you take nine, you add a six, it's fifteen, you minus eight, it's seven, seven eleven. <laughs> nine eleven. <laughs> oh, Is this thing on? <laughs> Chemtrail milkshake. I'm just saying all the things that'll get us get us kicked off. Oklahoma City No. Oakland's Oklahoma. Aaron's going to send the aliens after us if you keep it up. <laughs> He's got them on speed dial. Yeah. He's seen them. Uh, so I do want to just – so there were two distinct attempts here. So there was a first – Where was Where was this? This was in uh, Australia. Oh, this makes more sense. Yeah. yeah. I was thinking New York City for some reason. Certainly. I don't know why. <laughs> 
That would be funny if there were enough emus in New York where killing basically a thousand has no discernible impact. How many were loose? They're on the subway. Tell me there was at least an impact on the homeless hunger situation. Like, there's got to be somebody eating all this emu meat. Uh, yeah, there were two separate military engagements and withdrawals. Uh <laughs> They had to back off. Yeah, it does kind of imply that, like, the Maginot line failed or something. <laughs> We're being overrun! They're overtaking Paris. <laughs> Never would have happened to Belichick. No, not at all. Uh, <laughs> Belichick has definitely beaten emus. Yeah, I don't even know if I have much else to say about this other than it's a hilariously failed war. It's, <laughs> they lost to the emus. Oh, I wonder if the emus still talk about it. Oh, I would. <laughs> They're Vietnam, man. Come on. Yeah, that's... Uh, we may both walk on two legs, but we are very different. It's <laughs> it's interesting to... I wonder how many other times there have been <clears throat> wars declared wars on... on yeah, exactly. I can't... What of all the other than bears? And then probably big kitties... What do you think is the worst animal to declare war on? So take out all the big cats and bears because those are obvious. I don't want to. I don't want to get in conflict with the gorillas. I know Planet of the Apes, like it's basically, but I don't. They're like ten times stronger than us. So. Can we just talk about Mike Tyson offering a New York City zookeeper ten grand to try to fight a gorilla? Thank God that that zookeeper knew that because as much as I, I a hundred, I would have taken it. I 100% would have been like, okay, one, I'm 10 G's richer, and this was in like 2000 I, or something. I love Mike Tyson as a fighter. I don't want to see him die today. It'd be, <laughs> I bet you it would be pretty interesting for a couple seconds. For at least 30 seconds, it Until would be Until he just grabs his face and rips it off, and you're like, oh, that is a tactic <laughs> that Mike cannot replicate. The yeah. old rip off the face Ouch. technique. Yeah. That hurt super bad. Well, Roberto Duran, uh, Hands of Stone, the greatest lightweight boxer ever, there was a urban legend about him having knocked out a horse with a punch in the streets of I get it. Panama. I fucking hate horses, dude. <laughs> <laughs> he did it for free. He's like, fuck this horse. This horse owes me money. Worgen's horses could be bad. I, Which horses? The a war against horses <laughs> could be bad. Yeah, that's... <laughs> Yeah, really unless you got him. Roberto Duran, apparently. He's fucking <laughs> lighting them up like Christmas trees. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But, yeah, that's that's one of those famous urban legends where it's like, who paid you 50 bucks for this or whatever? What was going on at that bucks, time? 50 bucks, 10K. <laughs> I just want to know, what was Mike so mad about? What did the gorilla do? Why do you want to fight him? Why did he go to the zoo and was like, I'm going to fight that motherfucker? That just shows the kind of way Mike was wired, I guess. <laughs> I mean, cause he also going to bite his ear off? That's... Uh, well, yeah, it does make me wonder when he did this. If this is like mid-90s, Mike, he's pretty coked out. Uh, but he was discovered on the streets of New York by Custom Auto when he was 13 years old and already weighed 200 pounds. Christ. He's a monster of a person, despite there, being 5'11". Well, the most monstrous 5'11 guy. Was he hanging out with pigeons already by then? Or? Yeah, he was. <laughs> <laughs> you got a guy, anybody knocking around with pigeons... Put him in a ring. But they can fight. I bet they can fight. I think one of his first fights with a neighborhood bully was related to them fucking with one of his pigeons. Like, dude, 
Yeah. Can you I'm, can you explain the, still the pigeons f- for anybody who may not know what yeah, we're referencing? He, he keeps pigeons. I think they're are they racing pigeons? They're they're pigeons that he keeps. You usually keep them on like the rooftop of your building, mm-hmm. build a little cage for them, and I believe they're racing pigeons, but I can't actually remember. But he raises pigeons, or at least raised, and apparently it was not like an incredible. It wasn't that uncommon to do in New York at the time, but. I can't imagine liking birds. <laughs> Especially pigeons. Especially pigeons. Have you ever come across one of those like news stories that every once in a while where somebody's smuggling like seventy five <laughs> birds in like rolls of film? What? Yeah, like they're so there's also bird singing competitions on the street. So there's like race race birds, but there's also you know, whose bird can sing the best. How do you make a bird race? Oh, I don't know. Same way you make it sing, probably some sort of coaxing, some sort of reward for the little guy. I don't know. <laughs> Mike but, Tyson's just like, I'll fucking kill you. But some of these songbirds are worth thousands, and thousands can be exchanged in the betting on who's got who's got the loudest bird. <laughs> what the fuck? This may be our next Wikipedia because <laughs> I'm truly baffled by this. I, I wish I had done the research. How was this beforehand. not happening in 1918? Like, how was Mike Tyson involved in this? In fairness, that's probably, you know, where it comes from. You know, you could probably trace the roots back to. Uh, how did know, that long... not die out? Well, at least that one seems a little less inhumane than, like, you know, cockfighting or something. It's like, oh, we're just making them sing. Yeah, chickens. I mean. <laughs> This show is not pro cockfighting. <laughs> it is not. Yeah. <laughs> wink. Yeah. Wink, wink. Unless uh, you unless you know a guy. That's yeah. Roy Jones Jr. <laughs> uh I think that that's all we got for the episode. I think that's it. This was weird. This was a weird one. I enjoyed it. I don't know uh I don't know about Hot Jake, but I think we got him to laugh 3 times. I'll take it today. Uh, thanks for listening. You can follow us on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, TikTok. We post clips as often as I can fucking get to it. Um, <laughs> but thank you guys very much for listening. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna end the show a little differently today. Uh, Jake's gonna hate this, but uh, go pack, go. Oh. Yay. <laughs> <laughs>